welcome to the Dog Party Broadcast. And welcome, one and all, back to another edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and you are joining me live in the Dot Comedy Studios, but I'm never alone with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to people. So, um, I'm a little frustrated, everybody. Um, I don't understand why I have all these devices listening to me and spying on me to where, like, I can talk about something and then I see ads for it, right? So why the fuck can't Hulu figure out that I don't speak Spanish? Because <laughs> I can see yeah, Yo Yamo K uh, Walmart commercials and I don't... <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to tell me about Walmart. I know neither, Joey. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. But we are joined, Joey, this week by a very funny and very talented comedian of DMV, Mr. Alan Sidley. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course, sir. Of course. We want to have some fun this week, Joey. A couple yes, of technical difficulties. A couple of angry faces. <laughs> A lot of misconception, mistrust around this election Tuesday. Mm-hmm. This will be the fifth dot comedy podcast episode. Oh, hell yeah. An election. One, two, three, four, five. Fifth. fifth. That is right, Joey. We, this is the fifth time we've gone on air on election night. Oh. I think we've, we've done it. We, we did the midterms this year, too. <laughs> One for the pinky finger. <laughs> are you guys gonna have the infographics pop- popping up so i know how we're doing no uh, no nah. is that um, that's for number six yeah that's number six we, we still, <laughs> we're working on the contract with the uh with the it department we can do a screen share okay <laughs> can we <laughs> i don't know if I this is what the other tv stations are showing right now <laughs> what nbc thinks is going on i looked at nbc earlier and i was a little perplexed because they have um they have it right now. They're showing like they're giving these color coded, which I thought meant that they started counting things. And so, um, if you look at their, um, if you look at uh, their, they have they have it separated by like Senate, Governor, and House. And for Senate, Maryland was blue. And for Governor, it was red. And I thought that was really weird. But when I looked, it was zero zero. <laughs> so you just decided arbitrarily to to make Maryland our new, our new governors uh, a Republican. Republican. Like, I don't. I don't, I, I don't trust. I don't trust what they're doing over there right now. Me either. As a uh-huh. feels as like a, a setup. I mean, what, what's the worst that could happen, Joe? We have a have another you, Republican. Have you, have you heard? Have you heard the rhetoric coming out of Dan Cox's mouth? What What is coming out of Cox's mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's a, he's basically like Trump, a Trump light, like a diet Trump. Oh, diet Trump. Yeah. Okay. That's, about- that's still better than the the original. Is it? <laughs> you see all the all the all the uh, 
watered down and less calories. You don't want the watered down, less calories, Trump. I want cancer is what I don't want. I don't want. The, <laughs> I don't want the cancer from the uh, from the aspartame. <laughs> did you Did you see all the signage for Cox? That was on Route One. Uh, yeah, I saw. <laughs> Here's the thing: outside my house, near near us. They know that this area is definitely not voting that way, uh -huh. but there were plenty of signs that said Asians for Cox, which I think <laughs> is weird because the only Asians that I've seen in Beltsville, like that's not, that's not a strong, there's not a, if you were in Rockville, that might make some sense. Yeah. Beltsville, it feels like you're barking up the wrong tree because the I only real Asians there are here are at Kenny Sub Shop and the King Carry Out. Pretty much. See, I saw the sign that said, uh, Cox for Asians. Uh, Hispanics want Cox. <laughs> Cox needs blacks. I don't know. I don't know what message he was putting out there. What doctor is putting? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what what he's really trying to do with the with this election. But hey, I didn't vote for him. Did you vote for him? No. Who'd you vote for, Joey? I voted for um, Wes Moore. Wes Wes is more. I did. That's how I did my math. I went to vote four one one, and I did my ballot there. So okay, um, all the decisions I made made sense to me at the time because I read about them last night at like midnight. I've got nineteen, but I didn't do it in the booth, and so I feel like there's I made better decisions because of that. I've got nineteen text messages over the last three days telling me to remember to vote. Yeah. I don't, I, didn't, I don't feel that I needed that much reminding. I think I've done a good job the last, let's see, I'm 38 now. Mm -hmm. So last 20 years I've been voting and I know when vote, and how. Vote early. Why haven't you voted? Why haven't you voted? Because it's not election day. Shut <laughs> the fuck out. See, now here's the thing. If somebody were to ask you, hey, just to remember to vote, this is when you say, hey, remember to listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Throw it right back at them. You know, uh, you'll have to see if I do. Mm -hmm. that's, that's I mean, I get that all the time when people are reaching out like, hey, I know we haven't talked in years, but it's really important that you vote. And I'm like, I haven't seen you like a single post of mine in three years. The audacity <laughs> for you to come to me <laughs> with your, with your political to, nonsense. <laughs> I guess you'll have to tune in to find out. Yeah. I have to check my that's microphone. Good idea. I, I am not hearing myself properly, Joe. Keep, keep okay. it going. Keep it going. Okay. So, uh, Alan, how, how has your week been? What's going on with you, man? One, two. Oh, man. You know, things are okay this week. Uh, kind of just living through the mundane life of preparing for fatherhood for the first time. So, oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. So, yeah, just like not trying to do too much, but take care of the little things. Okay. So, yeah. it's just kind of trying to, you know, pull it back in, doing a little less performing doing a little more, getting the house ready, paying attention to the wife, you know, those kinds of things, getting the job done, doing the nine to five. Uh, how long before <laughs> you the to train yourself here? to start listening now so that you do when it's exactly important to how long before the baby comes? Uh, like one month or five weeks, something, something very soon. 12, 12 is our due date. And your wife still likes you. She does, man. She, okay. she's a fan. She's like my number one fan. I'm very lucky. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I broke up with my girlfriend right after she had my baby. Oh, um, man. But it was her fault. She left. I didn't make her leave. I didn't tell her go nowhere. She said, why? I'm leaving. And why? I said, why are we going down this road? Said, oh, are, are we doing a what to avoid so this doesn't happen to you? Is that yeah. the segment? 
if she calls you, come immediately. Uh, uh, we live together, so. Yeah. Well, no, I was living with her. Mm. <laughs> I didn't come fast enough. Well, I did. That's Whoa. why we had the baby. But, <laughs> <laughs> but again, it was just a matter of just making sure making sure she's taken care of during this time is always the, the highlight of, a, of the male's part of the pregnancy. Just make sure yeah. your wife feels, feels good, feels loved, feels desired. That way, when she gets through it and you're like, oh, we got a baby now. And now it's like, okay, I still love you. Works better. It's like, I still love you, but now let's neglect ourselves to take care of this baby together. Yeah. <laughs> it's about them now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was about me for a long time. Then it was about us. Now it's about them. And then, then at some point you get your life back. Yeah. At some point, you're like, ah, fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> no, what I've, what I've noticed, though, and I mean, it's like completely appropriate, but everybody's always asking me, my wife's name is Jill. They're like, oh, how's Jill doing? Oh, is the pregnancy going well for Jill? Oh, and they see her recently. Oh, Jill's glowing. But like, nobody's asking about me. Yeah. And you it, it, almost to the, like a level of disdain where they're like, and how are you doing you? fucking piece of shit that isn't doing anything for this baby your wife's sitting there pregnant you're not doing anything at all and i'm like yeah i mean it's kind of true but what can i do you know naturally this isn't a two this this isn't like a pacific rim carrying a baby you know like jaeger style (laughs) joint effort i think you need to like go into like a 10 minute rant about uh sympathetic pregnancy whenever that happens (laughs) Dude, I was actually pretty big the other day and thought I thought I was having some symptoms. Like uh, <laughs> I was having really bad heartburn, and I was like, I know it's I know this is the sympathetic pregnancy happening right now. I'm getting those pains. It was the pizza. It's <laughs> pizza. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're eating pizza and you don't feel like you're giving birth, what are you doing? <laughs> you're not winning at life because yeah. you have bad pizza. Oh no. man. Yep. So, Joey, hmm? uh, it's it's been a long week, man. It's it has. Been, it seems like we did a show. We did a, a whole show. We did a, we did a whole show. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did comedy shows near me. Yes, we did. Well, I wasn't there. You know who was there? Who was there? Alan was. Alan was there. Alan, was there. tell us about comedy shows near me. How was it? It was a. It was fun, man. Great audience. Great venue. Uh, feel like everybody did well, had a good time. They came out to have a good time. And that when you're doing comedy, just having a room full of people who are there to have a good time and laugh at stuff is like, that's all you need. And yeah. somehow it's not always there. And you're like, why? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get the wrong people, the wrong mindset, whatever. But you guys, you did it right. I was actually bitching to my wife on the way down. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this show. It's in our way, blah, blah. But then I had a great time. So fuck me, I was wrong. You live an hour away? I'm in Baltimore, so. Thank you for making the trek. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. No, of course. I'm just saying, you know, I'm on the way to show. I'm going to complain. Okay, that's that's fair. Like, um, I can't understand why they booked me on this dumbass show <laughs> middle of the week in Silver Spring, <laughs> and then you get there, you're like, all right, I can understand why they booked me on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. You know, I it and you're right. It sometimes you expect it to be there, and like one of those elements is there, and sometimes it's not obvious. Because like Friday, I did uh, I went to Nottingham's, uh-huh. and there was a good amount of people there. That I was there on time, 
and we were ready to start the show. And then that audience wasn't ready for a show except for like one table, like one table was ready to ready for a show and they laughed. The rest of them just kind of like stared at me. Like looked at you real confused for your whole set. Am I in the right place? (laughs) (laughs) Cause like the one table made me think I was, but everyone else. And then like, like two or three comics in, um, I was, I was ready to go home and the, uh, and we were, you know, everybody was kind of having the same experience. And and this white guy and his girlfriend like get up and leave, and I hear him audibly say, "They sucked." Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how it goes, man. Yeah, and I was like, "Listen, cracker ass cracker, get the fuck out of here <laughs> with your." And he had a whole like he had I don't know where he rented or took that car off of what lot from what dealership, but it still had all the stickers on it. <laughs> <laughs> that or he's like owns the dealership they have dealer plates which makes my which makes my off-white joke really funny because he was the one i picked out as potential ceo so yeah i was right fucker that makes me funny you're wrong uh who and and you gotta ask who's the they he's speaking of because i identify as he she he him i identify as hilarious uh (laughs) i don't know about that guy but um and then uh i got the chance to go to new jersey to uh the bob subner show with uh maria sanchez on saturday and chuck best that was cool i didn't know this um but if you try to go to willingboro new jersey and you click to avoid tolls you're gonna go through a area that is sketchy as fuck oh yeah um (laughs) there was like There was one like square mile of just like manure dust. Like we drove and like we were like tried to roll up the window in a panic, but it was so thick. Like you, you just, and I'm like, and there were houses here. And I'm just like, how do people live here? <laughs> how? How? They're like used I, to it. Like I already don't, like I already am unsettled by the concept of living in like remote farm towning uh-huh. type situations on the side of like a highway that's not a highway if you know what i mean the highway to the street but yeah <laughs> but mm-hmm. this one this one had the added value of like just thick manure air and i dude i've never wanted someone to smoke a black and mild so bad in my life <laughs> like we literally were like begging i was literally begging look one of you smoke something smoke something now i can't smell this anymore <laughs> yeah i saw i saw um i saw the live when you all went live and maria was lighting up and i was yep. like oh that was exactly where we were and joey's like yeah it smells like shit oh <laughs> and, and chuck's like yeah it smells like shit and maria said it's the shittiest place she's ever been <laughs> it was- it was awful, but the show was uh, kind of fun, um, okay. and it was kind of funny to watch. Um, I, it, it just, I haven't like it's so weird going from like kind of doing the open mic thing, and then you see kind of this this kind of kind of other level where you see the touring comic, the yeah this kind of like road show thing, and mm-hmm. then and then because this this show is used, so I'm not sure if 
familiar with who Bob Sumner is, but he he was one of the producers of Def Jam back in the day, mm-hmm. and he also produces a producer of Laugh Mob, as in Laugh Mob's laugh tracks. Oh, okay. So he's always looking for like the next something. So this is like a stepping stone show, mm-hmm. and um, it was you know so he has all these different people on it, and then we get to the part where it's supposed to be like the main show, and. We found out that uh, our our team uh, wasn't kind of the main event, so to speak, and that led to a uh, and and uh, that was taken personally, <laughs> um, <laughs> to the point where uh, not only did did um, Maria like kill the room, like it just like that she did so well like people thought the show was over mm-hmm. to the point where the guy who was coming up after her looked rattled taking this why you can never have somebody before you do that well and when you're booking your feature <laughs> act you got to be like this is the ceiling <laughs> you got to take that possibility out of the multiverse you know like you and can't that have that happen the thing because the way the show was promoted none of them were really billed as the headliner but you she know, was in a, she there's was in an a, unspoken thing when someone's closing out a show like that, but it was comical. Like, the, I mean, literally, you can see the guy running onto the stage and and like and immediately like yelling his jokes because like he's hoping he can hit the people who are trying to leave. Like, no, wait, the show's not over. I'm oh, still, wow. I'm still. Here. Hey guys, stick around. There's only uh, six more comedians left, but uh, <laughs> just uh, a few more, few more people who are trying to. It def- their hopes and dreams. It was it was definitely an interesting sight because it was like um uh the 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 OG player ball. Like there were so many <laughs> there were so many fedoras. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you were in that you were in that part of Jersey. Yeah, yeah okay, right? now I get it. Yeah. Fedoras and matching shoes. Oh yeah. That was Tony's atmosphere. Oh yeah. That was Mr. Tony's atmosphere. That was Uncle Tony's atmosphere. Uncle Tony. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, it was it was a fun weekend. Okay, so she she so she pulled a Monique. <laughs> Not really. She, she did is, better. She did what Monique should have done. Yes, which is be funny. If you're yeah, just <laughs> just, just freaking own it. Like just fucking okay, okay. I'm not going last. Okay, uh, take you you deal with this. And so just like you you can if you want to close out a show, you can close out a show. Mm-hmm. If if you if like if you do that before the, the person who's going after you is on stage, that's their problem. They decided to wait. <laughs> so um, I I did I had never really approached things that way before, but mm-hmm. I might now. I kind of I kind of like that approach. Uh, Joey's gonna be ruining headliner spots <laughs> from now until the end of time. Well, you know, assuming I can get good enough to do that. You, you you're good enough, Joey. We'll you is smart, you is kind, and you is important. <laughs> Just remember that, Joey. Don't whenever you go on stage, okay? Okay. Just remember it came from me, a sassy black man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that works very well. That got weird. <laughs> that got weird. All right, cool. We'll move on then. Uh, but you know what we're gonna Wait, do, Joe? What's that? We're gonna take a break, man. I like that. And we're gonna sit down and have a conversation with Mr. Ivan Sidley. Is it Sidley or Sally? Because I keep wanting to say sadly. Sidley. Sadly is if I'm feeling upset. Okay. <laughs> so uh, Alan Sidley 
is going to join the Die Comedy team. And, and just a little Q&A, Joey. Getting to know you. Getting to know yeah. more about you. Yeah. But we'll be back in a minute. More fun and more thrills on me. Die Comedy Podcast. Mixing up a bunch of magic stars A magic mushroom cloud of care A potion of a rock, the gold will rise Make a palm of love, blow it dark I did it, you think I've gone too far yeah you gotta turn the music down trying to yell over the music a little bit I don't even know if it's that. I think your microphone would be bad. I don't know what you're doing. One, two, three. There I am. There I am. Okay. Let's try it again. (laughs) This segment of Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Comedy Shows Near Me. That's right. Comedy Shows Near Me. Every Thursday night at McGinty's Public House in downtown Silver Spring, you can see some of the best comics in the DMV do their damn thing. Joey, who's on the show this week? Uh, We have a phenomenal lineup this week at Comedy Shows Near Me. Tell you about it, but it'd be better if you show them. There you go. Uh, we have uh, we hosted by uh, none other than Mikhail Exum, he's back. Uh, uh, young man uh, from the Duke School, very talented. Hire him. Uh, we have Q Boy coming back, he's also going to be on the show, and then we have uh, the, the, the final piece of the uh of she more funny finally uh finally landing here for on one of our shows and that'll be woo woo uh is going to be joining us and he'll be featuring for uh returning headliner the very triumphant king tink king tink's back in the building yes he is oh man this is gonna be a good episode good week joey this is gonna be a really fun show Tink's but funny, you know what got funny. really strong guest spots too yeah um, Are you pulling that up too? I, I want to check. I want to give them the review. Uh, we have uh, Matt Pennington and uh, Finessica. Finessica. I believe he's coming down from Philadelphia. Okay. Please. Finessica from Philadelphia. Yep. All right. Sounds like a fun week, Joey. Yeah. And we're back on the Dark County Podcast. Speaking of comedy shows near me, Joey, yeah. we have a star from last week's comedy shows near me, Joey. <laughs> Right here on the Die Comedy Podcast. Alan Sidley, welcome to the Die Comedy Podcast, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course, man. Of course, man. We just we here at Die Comedy, we are let's see, uh what's the word I'm looking for, Joey? Mm-hmm. We are philanthropist of the DC comedy scene. Nah, not philanthropist because we don't pay nobody. Um we are Scouts of the DC, no, because we don't book nobody. Um, we are we are fans, platform givers is what you uh, are. There we go, platform givers. I, I like it, Alan. You were doing way better than Joey LaFaro this week on the Dak Comedy Podcast. Oh, 
He's just I'm coming for your spot, Joey. <laughs> oh no! What will I do? <laughs> I'll just start another thing. <laughs> He'll do something else on Tuesday. Oh man! But Alan, welcome to the show, sir. So let's let's kick it off. Just basic. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Whew. Yeah, man. You know, just been doing the comedy thing for what feels like too long at this point, but I still love it. You know. I kind of fall into the category of like a jaded vet, but I still really love writing jokes and telling them to people. Uh, I grew up in the Northern Virginia area, went to school, Virginia Tech, kind of came back to the area, lived in D.C. for a little bit, back to Virginia suburbs. And now I've settled into Baltimore. So I've just kind of been doing the Baltimore thing for the past couple of years, enjoying it here. You know, it's kind of that slow paced city. I think people are a lot friendlier than where I was living in DC and <laughs> you know, just uh he's a pretty aggressive area. <laughs> Baltimore can be too, depending upon the part of it you're in. I mean, I'm in the friendly areas, you know, I'm in the places where people are trying to be seen and have a good time and mm-hmm. you know, staying no. away from the rough spots for yeah. the most part. I'm also like a large dude, so I think as long as I don't do like really it, it kind of annoys me. Has anyone ever been like beast go home like telling you to be safe on the way home. You're like, I, I know how to act, you know, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. I, I tell them that every night. Unless, unless I've, I've been drinking then, but I was walking, I was walking home. So there was no, no room for error there, but yeah, you know, I've just been, I mean, I, I think you knew this, Joey, I was doing some similar stuff where I was running comedy shows kind of full time for a few years and then the pandemic hit. And then I kind of went to the looking for, regular nine to five work. And that's kind of where I'm at now is just doing the regular job during the day and doing comedy stuff and creative things when I can collaborating, doing stuff like this. So I'm always happy anytime I can, you know, talk comedy with some other comedians and just, uh, you know, talk about stuff. There you go. That's awesome. Sounds like a plan, man. I, 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 I have heard you do comedy before. I think you've done have I been to one? Of um, I've heard his name. You know that he he started in our room, right? He did. I did. Yeah. Right when when this was still on the wall. Oh, when that was up. Yeah. Union Jacks. Oh wow. Union Jacks. Okay, so we I, saved it, Alan. It's still here. It's still here. <laughs> After <laughs> the building was condemned, you went in there and ripped it off the wall. <laughs> Actually, we had to set that thing up every goddamn show. Yes. Joey created a, a large array of loops and string and pulleys to to build a set. <laughs> it was like I was trying to invite invent flight every week. Like I was trying to stretch the fabric over the wing of the the, <laughs> the kite brother or the Wright brothers airplane. Oh wow! Oh <laughs> uh, man! So Alan, so Alan, what made you get into the comedy game? Uh, honestly. I've been using, you know, comedy as a coping mechanism for as long as I can remember mm-hmm. and always have made other people laugh. You know, I know it's cliche, but friends and family members are always like, oh, you should do comedy, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it was something I always wanted to do, but it wasn't until I think I got a big boy job after college and like a year or two went by. and I was like, I just need to do something. Mm-hmm. So I actually started off by just taking some improv classes and having fun with that. And... I remember that graduation show. I just had a blast. And I like that moment of kind of connecting with the audience while on stage, just doing some goofy stuff. I was like, huh, I think I can do this. And just kind of kept doing it despite, you know, despite myself. 
<laughs> I mean, it, it's 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 a hard grind. Um, Joey LaFaro's been grinding for what two decades now, Joey? Oh, geez, what you've been you've been doing comedy for about two decades now, right? You're adding years to the that I don't want to have added. <laughs> First of all, if I if I was at this level and I'd been doing it for twenty years, kill me. <laughs> you keep taking breaks though you took you took a, that's not doing it for 20 years then yeah it uh, is it's not because the active years don't the non-active years don't count there are multiple ways to count so it's like how long have you been kind of in the comedy scene i, I get your point with saying the bigger number but how long have you been doing comedy it's got to be you got to mention the breaks you got to mention taking yeah, time off yeah and it's not it's even someone like i've been doing it about you know i've net been doing it seven years no and that was way off. And there's <laughs> and even that, you know, there's a big chunk of time off in the middle. So there's there's like a when you get back into it, there's a year of kind of starting over that happens, mm-hmm. especially if you're just like doing, you know, if you're not leveraging anything you did before. Yeah, very true. So I it's mean, not the same as someone who's been doing it continuously for seven years. Okay. Either. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's also there are still some advantages that you that you keep from the previous experience. Anyway, it's a mix. Okay. All right. So, Alan, what do you see yourself doing with this comedy thing? Man, I would love to write for TV. To be honest, for any of the shows that I think are funny, uh, I really like adult animation stuff. So I think I could see myself writing for like a Bob's Burgers, South Park kind of thing. Okay. And I also love Larry David, so writing for Curve or some other weird stuff like that. I think that doing something like that would be ultimately what I want to do. But in keeping with the stand-up comedy, all I want out of this man, and it's like, it feels lofty, but it's not that lofty. It's just like, I want to headline a comedy club somewhere one time a month. Just have a weekend, go someplace, visit some people I know and just have a good time, you know, perform comedy for people who like comedy, as we were talking earlier. I mean, that's that's all it feels so attainable, but it's still just like a little little out of reach mm-hmm. for my for my arms at this level. Well, you know how you could do that? How is you that? Can, you can push and push and push and then set your own show up where you produce a oh. show. You don't even know that I've been headlining my own shows for years, man. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's the way to do it. We 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 attempted to make that for Joey LaFaro, but he he's he's been pushing back at vehemently mm. against that that plan. No, nah, man, fuck it. You give if you give opportunities to other comedians the way that you do, and you have something you think you can give to an audience and your friends and family who want to see you, you put that shit on, man. You, there you go. Like, no one wants to see me. That's why I don't. I, I'm gonna wait till someone tells me they want to see me. <laughs> like I'm not gonna. Uh, but I mean, that's hey, that's fair too. You know, like, yeah. hey, Joey. Yeah, Joey, look at me, look at me, <laughs> look at me. I see you, and I want to see you more. I am the captain. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically where I was going with that. Uh, yeah, but so, Alan. Where can people find you at? What do you got coming up? You got a sh- any shows coming up that we that we can promote for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I got the so I'm not even like gonna be that physically present for these shows, but they Joey's did it. Uh, we got some funny folks on it every Friday night at the Moxie in DC. It's just like a okay. free show in the lobby of a hotel. It's like pretty hip and kind of weird. There it is. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I've got got a few things <laughs> always looking at it like God. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Is that your picture looking at the show like God? <laughs> it's like God if if God was like a, the guy on the Pringles can. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So you got the you got the comedy at the Moxie and that's every Friday? It's every Friday. I mean, we're shutting down early December and okay. then probably starting up in like February or something like that, but yeah, I mean, I'm on all the social medias. I got the websites, I got my book. I mean, you got a book? I am very findable. You have a book? Hold on. Yeah, so this 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 was my pandemic project and we can talk about it a little bit. Uh I wrote this. Ooh, trying to get it into frame. Okay, I'm trying to play this game. Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. I wrote this Daddy. bad boy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically, uh, oh, yeah, there's the link. This is the backside. This is the link. It's not pretty, but it'll get you there. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so this was basically, it was something I always wanted to do, man, because you know with my some of my jokes, they can be consumed in written, readable form and Mm -hmm. I wasn't really enjoying performing during the pandemic. And I was like, ah, like I didn't enjoy the Zoom shows at all. Even if I did well, I was like, this sucks. And, <laughs> and yeah, I just like really wanted to, I don't know, to see what could happen. It was kind of like a what if okay. situation. And it just took a lot of time of me like organizing and revising and writing. But it's essentially, I mean, like it ain't, it's not small like 100 yeah that's a lot do you feel like the process for writing them in a book form was different than writing them for stage uh in a sense i mean because i had to had to look at it and be like <laughs> will somebody reading this get it or enjoy it um and just kind of making it right because like stage you're thinking about your entire set list what that night is is it your five minute your 10 minute oh maybe you're doing 45 minutes or whatever whereas this kind of breaking it up more so into chapters and themes and just trying to keep it going on like a entire trajectory i mean at the end of the day it's all jokes but i did try to like weave it in a way to really keep readers wanting to read keep them interested that's awesome man. yeah that's the best way to do it man that's can read actually... a couple of the jokes you know, with so many comedians worried about their jokes getting stolen, this is cracking the code because now you literally have a copywritten thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. <laughs> uh, you want, you said you wanted to read some of it? I can read some of these jokes to you if you guys would like. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so let me see. And just to give a background, I wanted to give, you know, people all of me so on the back of it it says like i'm provocative edgy corny genius and stupid which i feel like encapsulates who i'm a, who i am as a comedian this is i i don't see and the thing is some of these jokes work on stage and i don't do them anymore but uh it's hard to perform stand up with chapped lips last <laughs> night i bombed <laughs> good one yeah here's a more racy one uh casey anthony's favorite holiday is smothers day <laughs> okay. Um, I do my. I'm just gonna do the back cover jokes. I do my mom's and girlfriend's laundry together to keep them on the same cycle. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's some pretty awful ones in here, and I, I feel like that's even that's even part of it, you know. Mm -hmm. 
good jokes, bad jokes, all jokes are good jokes to me. Exactly. I know what I'm getting everyone for Christmas this year. <laughs> nope. I'll, I'll definitely give a, this to my dad. That's what he's getting for Christmas. You get a you get, get a, a book called Daddy <laughs> Issues. You get a <laughs> paperback. Let me see. I'm and flipping gonna, through it. He's gonna like think it's like. Oh, he's gonna take it personal. He's still gonna take it personal. Same with my dad. If I bought that for and, my dad, especially because it's a picture of a guy with a beard and a bald head. All this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Um, you got daddy issues? <laughs> I am, oh, but man. I need to like somehow record him opening it. <laughs> Visit him on the holiday. unboxing video. I just drive down there to like fly in his house with a drone. <laughs> Capture that moment, put it on leave. Instagram, and leave. <laughs> They'll never know I was there. Oh man! Did you have your socials up, Joe? Uh, oh, I'm a bad producer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I, I was I was padding for you to get that stuff together. Well, I have his 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 book link is in the in the yeah his book links in the chat. Where's uh? Where, where oh, I'm just Sidley stand up on everything. So my Siddly last stand up. Yeah. That's why the, the uh show is it says Siddly Stand Up Presents. That's me. There you go. See, Joey, I can put two and two together. Boom. There you go. Boom, boom, boom. Oh man. So we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into some, some current events going on. Sit, Allie, you gonna hang out with us, man? Yeah, I'll hang. I'll hang for a bit for sure. Okay. All right. So, Joey, what's going on in the world, man? Um, there was a, an election. There was a vote. There and, is currently. Somebody um, voted for someone. And then um, <laughs> there was a, a Twitter, and it was taken over by uh, an Elon. And then there was an Aaron, and he, he, he did. All right. Well, we'll have that and a whole bunch more when we get back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I have not heard this in a long time. That's what I said about the other song. <laughs> it's not you buck, right? It's stilettos. The same group. It's the women's not if you buck. Yes. And we're back on the That Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, our special guest this week, Alan Sidley. And we're back on the That Comedy Podcast. And this segment of That Comedy Podcast is brought to you by CPMMA, our sponsor for the CPMMA Fight Line. And the place where if you want to kick ass, these are the people to teach you. Come on down to CPMMA every Friday afternoon at 345. It's 345 ass whooping time. You can come down there and see Joey LaFaro doing flips, sidekicks, throat punches. Uh, what, what else you do, Joey? You do belly rubs? Literally none of that. You don't do any of that? Well, okay. I, I choke and... I did go back to class. I did my first jiu-jitsu class since my surgery. There you go. Last week. Did you tear anything? I don't think so. Dude. Time will tell. Time will tell. That's right, CP MMA, College Park MMA. Come on out. Find them on the internet. And you can find Joey LaFaro, Pianchi the Nappy Ninja himself, 
as well as our, our past guest, Joe, Josh. Uh, what's Josh's last name? I keep forgetting. Josh Peters. Josh Peters. Yep. Josh Peters sounds like somebody who kicks ass. Speaking of Pianki, we have a very special clean cause comedy shows near me. Oh, that's right. It's coming up. Coming up. It's going to be Sunday, December 4th at Boltonero Restaurant. All proceeds are going to be benefiting Cyber Ninjas Global. That's uh, right. Provide STEAM education. That's STEM education plus art to kids and adults. STEAM education. Teaching these girls how to clean clothes one little woman at a time. That is, uh, uh, that's not what they do? <laughs> the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Come on out uh, December 9th uh, to uh, to our call, our call show. It's going to be amazing. 4th. Okay, same Sunday. same day. Shit. Sometimes you fuck up, Joey. You ain't got to. You ain't got to. Fours and nines look similar. I got him. I got Thank you. Thank you. Jesus Christ, Joseph. Well, you if we don't say the the correct date. <laughs> <laughs> show. So. Oh man. Oh man, Joey. Yeah. It is election night. Yes, it is. Has Maryland gone? Maryland gone red yet? I don't know, but you know what? Aaron Carter's dead. <laughs> True. Um, yes. His friend is speaking out in the wake of his death. E.T.'s Kevin Frazier spoke with Gary Mattidian. Mattidian? Mattidian. Uh, Carter's friend of more than a decade, and he opened up about what he saw when he arrived at the lead singer's home on Saturday following Carter's death. He said, when I got there, the house was completely closed. We couldn't get into the house. The police were doing the investigation, and the body was still in the house. Mm. He said, after they removed the body from the house, they allowed just a few people to get into the house. We just wanted to go in there and see if any blood or any alcohol or anything was in the house. I went to his bedroom. The bedroom was normal. He continued. I went to the bathroom where the bathtub was full of water. Like, Oh, huh. Full of water, you say, in a bathtub. Yeah. So they think it was a personal thing? Uh, or do you think he accidentally? Well, hasn't he not been well? You know, he hasn't been well for years. Yeah. And he, he went was a, I want candy, right? That was his hit? I believe so. Let me double check. I actually don't know any of his songs. He didn't have that many. Yeah. I, I think it was know. I want candy. I think he was on like one um, one of those now albums, and I remember skipping his song a lot because it was annoying. So, oh, so his biggest hit was a cover. Uh, apparently, he was really struggling with his sister, Leslie Carter's death in 2012, um, and was estranged from much of his family. Here's his other hit, Aaron's Party. He's a little bit old school. Come That's, get this, it. This is the one I knew. And it's still as annoying as it once was. Oh, oh. Why did someone think this kid does not sound white, though? Why should he play this in, in people's ears? I just don't. He sounds like every bubblegum pop rapper. Yeah. He sounds like a TikTok that challenge that I want to go away. <laughs> well, you know, he hey, went away. 
Hey. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, yeah, it has another hit called Sooner or Later. It has uh, over 92 million listens on uh, wow. on uh, was that Spotify? Yes, hmm. I, I want candy shot up to number three on uh, Spotify's listen list. Yeah, he was struggling with addiction. Um, he yeah, he was. Yeah, he never. Uh, he was supposed to. He's telling his his friend said he was supposed to be you know checking into rehab in about a week, and he just never kind of got over the hump there. He was on. He was on live the other day asking for drugs. Yeah, on his way home, he's asking uh, people to bring him drugs to his house. Yeah. So I mean, uh, he, he had a troubled life. I, mean, I get it, man. It's hard to be just a successful, famous person. I mean, oh, it sounds real rough, you know. It, well, but when your brother is a, a Backstreet, backstreet boy, yeah. boy, no, you're your just mom, you're just in the shadow. Yeah, and your mom's a junkie. It's it's weird. Yeah, that, it, that family was pretty messed up. Yeah, but to be fair, like most of these child stars, don't uh, don't take adulthood very well. No, at all. They don't know how to adult. Well, I don't even know if said they don't know how to adult. Like, what? I don't know what Disney's doing to them. Touching them, they, they gotta be touching them all. They Disney touches everybody. <laughs> I feel like it's been I mean, it's pretty consistently the Disney ones that are coming out weird. Yeah, because uh, Bieber Bieber wasn't really Disney. Bieber was corrupted by Usher. I didn't know that. Yeah, because when Bieber came out, he used to hang with Usher all the time, and Usher was taking him to strip clubs and everything. So he became he became jaded by that. Uh, you got Britney Spears who looks like a crackhead. Uh, now JT one... did well though. Do you think that yeah. Aaron Carter looked at Justin Bieber and was like, "We don't need two of these," <laughs> so I'm gone. <laughs> we don't need another one. I'm, I'm out of here. Sorry, that was really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but he had age out of it, man. You you didn't see him. You didn't see him in his last days. No, he had the neck tats and the and the and the uh, very sunken in eyes. Mm. Doesn't all, Bieber have all of that too? No, Bieber Bieber's gotten his life together. He found but he's youth. got youth on his side as well. Yeah, Bieber's yeah. still very young. <laughs> and he got G, he found Jesus and he and he married that uh he married what's the name? Uh what's that guy's name's daughter? Damn it, uh the dude that played Trump on Saturday Night Live. Baldwin? Yeah. He married into the Baldwin. He, he married one of the Baldwin kids. I gotta come here for my pop culture news. I'm learning a lot tonight. <laughs> what we do the shameless shit i know <laughs> but yeah so i mean safe home uh i mean uh aaron carter uh yeah i, mean, I hope he finds some peace that, that, that addiction that stuff is fucking... he ain't got no choice <laughs> i don't know that i mean what are you gonna do in the afterlife smoke we, crack we have no idea what the afterlife is it could be that you just go to a place where you're chased by giant rodents that this could be it right now this could be the afterlife. We could have died already, Joey. I'm in purgatory uh, as a comedian grinding to success that I will never see. This is my punishment for what I did in my past life. Mm. What right? if he gets put in like a room where he has to listen to a mixtape he made for his high school crush that she rejected him? Like, what if that's... <laughs> Joey, stop deflecting. Stop deflecting all into Eric Carter. <laughs> That's your hell. That's not everybody's hell. I'm just saying I'm praying for him to find peace. I don't want that for him. Uh I I made those mixtapes. You you don't know. And I made them off songs I love. So any rejection was fine by me. I don't know what he's encountering. 
on the other side yet. Mm. All right, what else is going? Maybe we on can here? ask Adele. Maybe she knows. <laughs> it's uh, Adele singing to him. Hello. The other side. <laughs> uh, so um, Elon Musk bought Twitter. Forced to buy Twitter. Yes. He, yeah, he he's in charge of Twitter. He fired everybody. Yes. We talked about that. We talked about the whole eight dollars for the blue check thing. Yes. Stephen King was pissed about. Well, other celebrities are kind of now um, in embattled states. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg has announced that she is making her Twitter exit. Okay. Um, and now Mark Cuban and Jack Dorsey are offering Elon Musk advice now that he's two weeks in. Mm. Um, he's, <laughs> he is planning to move forward with his $8 per month Twitter blue program, which includes blue check mark for users who subscribe. Mark Cuban and Twitter co-founder Jack Dorsey are giving the app's new owner some advice on how to run the platform. After Musk tweeted, Twitter needs to become by far the most accurate source of information about the world. That's our mission. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Isn't Twitter just memes and porn? uh, Yes. Most that and just like stupid arguments and racism. Uh Yeah, yeah. Memes, porn, and racism. Hopefully you can get them all in at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and really stupid sports opinions. Um, Twitter Look needs- at this meme of this ugly black girl sucking all this dick. See? That's all Twitter is. <laughs> Top to bottom. Must then say, as judged by the people of Twitter via community notes, formerly Birdwatch, to which the Twitter CEO replied, I still think Birdwatch is a far better name and more informative, a far better goal. But you you heard what happened with the the firing stuff, right? No. He asked for some people to come back, right? He, he started asking people to come back. Of course he did, <laughs> dude. That's why just psychopaths are just not supposed to have billions of dollars and just no. do what they think at all times. I mean, you I know, think- this could have all been prevented if somebody in his life just told him no. Yeah, but yes. this is way funnier. Sure. <laughs> uh, Mark Cuban then jumped in. You might consider proactively offering your $8 verification program for free to those you deem the most accurate notes contributors, Cuban tweeted. Won't be easy. I love how all of this is taking place on Twitter. Right. No, he literally has these ideas while he's taking a shit, and then he's yeah. like, and now $8 check mark. It won't be easy to confirm accuracy, but if AI can try to model out bias, maybe it can model it accuracy. No, I mean, here's the thing. (laughs) The number one crisis that we are facing is like cyber misinformation and Twitter is leading the way. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the the best part. Musk responded, $8 for all. And Cuban said, your business, your decision. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, wow! Uh, this is going to end bad. Uh, we're losing another. We're going to lose another social media platform in a minute. I don't know if that's bad though. I wish they would all go away. I do too, to a degree. I don't. I, I just want a social media platform that is like me and my close group of friends. You know? Yeah. What are they doing? I mean, I use it primarily for business purposes, so that would be terrible for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then if nobody else had it, then nobody could be doing it for business purposes. Boom. Equal playing field, Joey. <laughs> you have to go outside with a dot comedy sign. Hey, come on down to the comedy show tonight. 
Yeah, I don't like, like old times. Old, old, yeah, <laughs> the old times of of door to door. I'm gonna go door to door sales. I'm about to get a tweed jacket <laughs> and a and a shitty briefcase that's like matching plaid or something, and go door to door with a with a beat up old car and sell tickets to shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, I'm not Maybe doing you do that. a little bit of your act. You know, you I think what you do if you go door to door, you do like your first minute of your act. And then when they are, are laughing or they're really confused, you'll be like, oh, by the way, I'm just promoting the comedy show. It's happening. <laughs> and then and then I have to like go home and become an alcoholic and do all the other things. What, what, what are all the other 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 door-to-door salesman tropes? Uh, you probably have like six different families I, all yeah, across the nation. I have to have multiple families across the country. My mm-hmm. my wife has to have an affair with like several other door-to-door salesmen. <laughs> People think that they have these like, you know, upstanding families like that. No, they were all swingers. They were all swingers. You got to go to those conventions all and have s- sex with everybody. That's why everyone was so mad that the, that this that the jobs went away. They wanted those those traveling jobs cuz you just got the travel and fun. <laughs> Yeah, traveling fuck. That's all it was. Was traveling and fucking. Uh, but at least going door to door, you're actually making a connection with a human being, Joe, instead of just swiping through something. Yeah, I kind of like the uh, the swiping. I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in the meantime, uh, while this all this is going on, uh, Whoopi Goldberg has said she's getting off. I'm getting off today because I just feel like it's so messy. I'm tired of now having had certain kinds of a- attitudes blocked, and now they're back on. Mm. Did you delete all the blocks? It sounds yeah. It sounds like people who were were restricted are being taken off of restriction. Wait a minute. So I can, hold on a second. Let me see if this chick is on. Is, I'm, I'm unblocked by this chick. Uh, actor Helen Hunt also revealed she deleted her account, writing on her Instagram story on Monday and Twitter advertisers. Where are you? Uh, Don't nobody care about no goddamn Twitter stuff, man. Them advertisers ain't, ain't worried about that. It's enough racist. I mean, we're, to keep them in, yeah. uh, in mounds of gold. For the rest of their lives. Now, you here's just have to thing. have racist products on Twitter. That's all you need. Yeah. Elon Musk seems to care really important about. Um, <laughs> to care really important? No, he cares about uh, a lot about impersonation. Okay. Uh, on the platform. And that got him into a dispute with uh, Kathy Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> so she uh, changed her Twitter handle to Elon Musk. And so he. he he decided to um, basically remove her from the platform for quote unquote impersonating him. Um, but her mom, Maggie, left her an account in her name. So, <laughs> so she's using her mom's so account. She logged back in using her mom's account and said, Elon, this is Maggie. Contact you from the spirit world. <laughs> Tell you you're a douchebag. This is not parody. This is the actual ghost of Kathy Griffin's box blind <laughs> saying, I'm not gonna I'm gonna get tipsy and throw my bingo cards at you. Not a parody to the moon, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Musk previously declared that comedy is now legal on Twitter since the forty four billion dollar acquisition. 
But the Tesla founder doesn't find it funny when people mock and impersonate him. Over the weekend, the entrepreneur said any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. He was just so weak, man. Yeah. It's it does it's not a good look. It's not. It's gonna be so bad after a minute. It's it, and it's escalating because he yeah. said previously we issued a warning before suspension, but now that we are rolling out widespread verification, there will be no warning. This will be clearly identified as a condition for signing up to Twitter Blue. That'll be a condition for signing up for Twitter Blue? Yeah. Any name change at all will cause temporary loss of a verified checkmark. Griffin changed her photo and name to match Musk's profile and was tweeting as him ahead of the midterm elections. After much spirited discussion with my with the females in my life, I've decided that voting blue for their choice is the only right. They're also sexy females, by the way. Hashtag vote blue to protect women, Griffin wrote, as Musk. So that's what he's <laughs> mad about. <laughs> Sarah Silverman, Valerie Bertinelli, and Madman alum Richard Summer Richard Summer, Rich Summer followed suit and changed their profiles to match Musk's. As of Monday, Summer's account is still suspended. Well, Silverman is back and operating as herself. Mm. I've been seeing some of those. Yeah. They've been pretty great. So what do, are we going to get off Twitter, Joey? <laughs> it's comedy, is dot comedy getting off Twitter? No. Okay. Hey, we're, we're literally live on Twitter right now. Um, so are so, we? So, so <laughs> Silverman uh, tweeted, I am a freedom, uh, as Elon Musk, she tweeted, I am a freedom of speech absolutist and i eat duty for breakfast every day sounds like a sarah silverman joke it, yeah 100 <laughs> oh man yeah it's just this is like what do you do like why and he'll somehow i mean that's that's the problem is like if you have a lot of money and then you buy a company what you're supposed to do in the beginning is nothing mm-hmm yeah, just and then like, you make money from that company or whatever, you know, maybe make a couple of decisions. Well, but... Twitter definitely struggled to like make money as a platform. Like they don't know how to monetize it. They just know that everyone's using it. Well, chasing like, off your user base is not a way. It's never money. been the way. <laughs> it's not the way. I mean, I don't know. I don't... Chasing off your Twitter influencers also not well, the way. I'm pretty sure I, you know, $8 a month is about the same price I'd pay for, um, what you might call it, you know? Yeah. Like, or like, you know, yeah, but like Hulu, I actually watch shit. Like, like, fucking, <laughs> like, like fuck Peacock. Like I don't need Peacock. I, I watched, mm. I watched the, the last psych movie. I'm done with it now. I don't need it anymore. Yeah, you do. I could trade Peacock for, Peacock's uh, free. for Twitter, for Twitter blue check. So I can get some more in Peacock free. No. There's a free version, but the you have to get so free. Joey, you're trying to get in on the ground floor of this blue check life and try to build up your status. I, mean, I was never going to. You're an opportunist. That. You were waiting for Musk to take over, and you're like, now for dot company to shine, we're going to get hey, your blue check mark. That's all I got to do is pay eight dollars, and I can be blue check verified, like all the freaking famous people. Then, uh, yeah. But does it mean anything when you're blue check certified? Who cares? Okay. You just want the status symbol. I just want the status symbol. I'll be blue check verified somewhere, damn it. <laughs> I don't know how to do it on, on Instagram because, you know, 
Zuckerberg's got his face in a VR headset somewhere. I mean, you got to have at least 100, 150,000 followers. I mean, I still think Twitter's a better better platform than Facebook. Like uh, Meta's well, track. Every time they do something to Facebook, they make it worse. Well, the problem is they're not fixing anything because they're working on metaverse bullshit. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Now, now the meta business suite won't post to Instagram, which is like, you, but you won't let anyone use any other third party software. Yeah. Your yep. I, I know all of this all too well, Joey. It's like, oh, Eventbrite used to go seamlessly to this, but now it's like, oh, yeah, okay. that's broken. <laughs> that's broken too. Oh, yeah. And you reach out to people and they're like, oh, it's Facebook's problem. Go talk to Facebook. And you're like, nobody will ever get back to me about a Facebook problem. They no. don't exist. I like, and there's so many like different like secret doors in the Facebook like support stream. You have to like go to like the business counter, and then you have to shake the uh, the advertising troll, mm-hmm. and then he gives you a token <laughs> to take to the uh, review board. That's a lot. <laughs> it's already a lot. That's as only as far as I got. Like there's a, it's like the fucking uh, Lord of the Rings quest. Like there's a fucking, it's like Dante's yep. Inferno trying to find support. For any uh, metaverse product. Uh, speaking of products, uh, do you ever you ever watch Fixer Upper? I haven't. Um, I've seen shows similar to it. Okay, so you ever been to Target? Yes. You know I have that Magnolia home thing. Yeah, that slave stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> the people who commissioned the slave stuff, um, they had a TV show. They became famous off a TV show called Fixer Upper. Okay. And then their show got too big for whatever HGTV, and now they're doing. I think it's on Discovery now or something. Discovery. Yeah. With Shark Week. Something like that. They biggest Shark Week. They have like a whole Magnolia. So all their stuff's branded Magnolia, right? And they have now they have shit in all the targets, and they also have like because they keep doing these renov, they've been systematically renovating Waco, Texas. Okay as part of their for their tv show and like it's getting to the point where like they own like 90 percent of the town you mean where david koresh killed all those people yeah (laughs) i think i think that'll be my new thing is i'll I'll come up with (laughs) why the fuck are we interested in this shit this is where david koresh died because the government killed him and his his nine thousand wives and his 16 kids so imagine having like like almost probably like I don't know what the net worth is. What are the gains net worth? At capital gains. <laughs> I gotta work on that one. I gotta workshop that they one with Alan be. Tidley. No, that one's it's got some legs. Yeah, who legs? Yeah. You're 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 in the ballpark. <laughs> All right, fellas. I do think I'm gonna drop and take yeah. care of some things. If that's yeah, all right, while you do some research. <laughs> uh they're estimated they have 50 million dollars oh, as a couple okay and she goes on uh the today show and it's um and says i'm wrestling with my role in our business your business is you make money what the fuck? <laughs> no one cares what is her what role is her- why are you in why are they interviewing her her role in the business is to keep making money I feel at 44, like I'm stepping into a new season. No, she, not, she wants to step away from she it. sounds. Um, 
Like I have half my life. It's been great. But now I want to really be intentional about what I carry with me as I move forward. She met, you know, who she met Joey. What? She went to one of those um, black therapy groups. <laughs> cause, cause everything she's stating is everything that they say in those, mm. like especially the ones for the church. Okay. It's like, I've stepped into a new season. You stepped into a, a new season that the Lord's going to bless you differently in. Okay. And then she's like, I need to be more intentional because that's what they tell you to be intentional with your purpose that God has for you. So she's giving you all the hallmarks of, of, of turning into a Christian. She, she's put her Christianity first, Joey, and I can guarantee she'll come out as a faith healer in about five years. Okay. That's because that's all, that's all she's giving. She's giving you all, all the, all the, uh, all the all the warning signs, as it were. Maybe go close down some of those sweatshops. There you go. Uh, so there was an election today. There was. Yeah. Um, who's know. our new Who's our new governor, Joey? You know yet? I'm trying to see if we have some information on it. Let's see if we have any. We'll see how the stats are rolling in. Um, so far, um, it looks like the. Uh, for the Senate seat, um, Van Hollen um, has a getting uh, it back. He's actually trailing. Uh oh. Um, oh, Van Hooligan is not going to win. I, okay, I don't know what NBC News is doing. I'm kind of over their shit now. It says no votes in, but it says it has percentages. Like, what the fuck is this shit? See, I'm on. I'm on. For, I'm on. Uh, vote four one one right now. Well, that's the site where you go to figure out who you want to vote for. Oh, they'll show you. They'll show you. Uh, oh, it has votes. updates. This was last updated at eight twelve p.m. Official results are never available on election day, uh, so we won't know till next week. No, but they usually have um, some sort of exit poll stuff. No one exited my poll when I uh, left the polling place. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for somebody to walk up to me and go, who'd you vote for? And I was like, jump on this poll. (laughs) That's how I respond. Let me try a different website because this site's annoying me. CNN? CNN, which they've been kind of sketchy as of late. But NBC's like randomly assigning percentages to Republicans in Maryland, which (laughs) seems stupid. Republicans lock an early win. Okay. Yeah. They're. DeSantos is rejected winner in Florida. I mean, DeSantis. But he was always projected to win that. Cox is edging out more. With what? Uh, 55% and 45%, 44%. But in where, like what percent of the votes in? Estimated vote in 0%. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> where are they getting that number from? From them 0% votes. <laughs> what in the actual shit is going Let's on? Let's see, House. Well, the polls just closed at 8 o'clock, so I don't think they count of shit yet. Yeah. They couldn't have started counting yet. Somebody's fucking with our numbers. All right. Well, 
here's the thing. Whatever happens, uh, we can count on Dave Chappelle to host SNL. Uh, <laughs> Much like after his, every first first show after the midterm election. So we do a show and he does a show right after every election. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He should just be on our show. Thank you. I, I've called on, him a Dave. couple times. Do it. But people are big mad this time because they're like, oh, no, he's canceled. Don't do it. He's yeah. not canceled, though. Well, that, tell them that because they <laughs> You tell, can't cancel the goat. Tell, no, tell them that. Oh, oh them. David, wait. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 them behind the rows. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, I don't think we're gonna get any results. No, nah, it doesn't look like any results are in yet. No results are in in Maryland yet. So we'll keep an eye on it. We'll have a full report next week. Probably not, but Probably we're gonna not. pretend to. Um, Sarah Governor... Huckabee Sanders is gonna win the Arkansas. How does Arkansas have a winner for their governor race already? Because there ain't that many people there. Ain't enough people to matter. Okay. You know what I was going to do, Joey? What? So, uh, also, Brooks was running unopposed, right? Yes. I was going to write and vote for me. I was so tempted <laughs> to do that. I was going to see, I feel like I had thought about it sooner. Mm-hmm. I just said, hey, anybody who's voting in PG County, vote for me to challenge uh, also Brooks. Mm. Just, to, just to see my name on TV as a write in candidate. Yeah. Cause then, if I get like fifteen, if I get like two percent, I can fully run next time, oh. and then I'll be county executive. You know what that means, Joey? It means comedy shows near me has a permanent home anywhere we want in a PG county. Uh, I don't think that's how that works. Oh, payola, Joey. Payola. It's called being on the payroll of whoever wants me to be on their payroll, as long as they okay. it's quid pro quo. I've learned about that in sexual harassment class. I I, I would I will be the quittiest pro quoiest man in, in in the state of Maryland. Okay, so that's so weird. What? Um, so if you go just Google Maryland governor race, um Wes Moore is leading 54% to 43% with vote count nine ninety-five thousand to 76,000 for Cox. Really? Yeah. But all these other uh news sites are uh cheats and liars. Here's the thing, if you yeah, if you uh if you Bing search it, which I know most people don't Bing search too much anything. Uh in Maryland, more elected as state's first black governor. Yeah, it's <laughs> it says the Associated Press are Associated Press already called the, the race for him. <laughs> It came down pretty quick. Oh, now he has 141,000, like, in the last 10 seconds. Who is Dawn Moore? She's kind of cute. Let's see if I can... uh... Let's let's use Google. I think Google's probably a little bit... (laughs) So why why is CNN and NBC trying to tell us with no percent that there was a a threat? (laughs) I was like, get out of here. He's our first black governor. That really is the first time. Shit, yeah, Joe. You know how racist this state is. I forgot. <laughs> oh, we don't count Glendetta. 
Wait, Glenn Denning? We had a lot of Democratic governors. I thought mm-hmm. that it would have happened sooner. No. Don Moore. Well, all the more reason. Glad we glad we finally corrected that error. Damn, she's sexy as shit, Joe. Mm. The first lady of Maryland is could get it. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Why? <laughs> just saying out loud, shit. I'm just saying out loud what everybody else wants to say. Look at her. I can't. I can't see over there from here. She okay. couldn't. She couldn't get it. I can't really. Again, I can't really see from there. Okay. Yeah. She looks like. Um. So it's good. All right. Look at that. Look right there. I, I, I see that. Look right there. Why are you right there? Right in that area. I mean, that's that's a weird thing to to single out, but okay. I'm a titty man, Joey. I always look for titties. <laughs> Don't judge me for looking. Literally for anything could be under there. <laughs> That could be that could be tissue paper. You don't know. She got a lot of tissue paper. Uh, it looks like Van Hollen. Yep, they said that Van Hollen called the race for Senate, so we're good there. Uh, House. It looks like. Hmm. Kind of hard to tell. I don't understand how to read this. Oh, they haven't called any of the house seats yet. Wait, Maryland. They're all uh they're all still being counted. Oh, we need to find out what the ballot measures do. Can we smoke weed now? You can smoke weed in July. Yes. Maryland question four legalizes marijuana. 63% for with 11% reporting. We still got a long way to go on that one, Joey. Yeah. But there's a pretty wide lead. It's 63% of the vote. That's yeah, that's what 11%, Joey. You still got 80 uh 89% left. I mean, that's not in question, but I feel like I, I feel like that percentage isn't going to shift that drastically. Maryland voters decide to leak to decide whether to legalize recreational marijuana. It doesn't say they've called the race or not. Mm-hmm. You know, those Southern Marylanders. That was the fourth question. You know what our first question was? What was that? Should we rename the state's appeals courts? Yeah, I did see that. I was like, okay. <laughs> That's the most. That was the most burning question. <laughs> What was the number one? Should we name it? What would they? What did the name change? What was the name change? They were changing it. They wanted to make it the Maryland Supreme Court. Yeah, Supreme Court the of Maryland, Maryland Court of Appeals. Renamed the Maryland Court of Appeals as the Supreme Court of Maryland, mm. and renamed Maryland Court of Special Appeals the Appellate Court of Maryland. Oh, uh, I just said sure. Change the name. Identifies what you want to identify. <laughs> just as. Do, do what you want to do. Just leave me alone. I, I, you know what I said no to? Uh, PG County taking out a ton of money to do whatever the fuck public buildings. Yes. That was the only one I said no to. Yep. Schools, the fire department, everything School. else I said yes. Yes. Fixing their buildings, fuck them. Fuck the government <laughs> buildings. They could be uncomfortable until the other things are until Powder Mill Road is done. <laughs> 
I'm not approving a single dime for any PG County federal building. That is the funniest shit in the world because I kind of figured you went the same way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we are being petty in PG this year. You're not going to have any toilet paper dispensers in the PG okay. County courthouse. Okay, so this was the weirdest question that was on the ballot. Which year. one? Maryland question five. Okay. <laughs> requires judges in Howard County to serve on its orphan court. I, like, why is that a statewide? <laughs> I just don't understand. Why, I, I why said, would okay. On, why would you go to vote on what Howard County does as a state? Yeah. I, I saw that too. There are people voting on that question that don't know that Howard County is a county. <laughs> they live in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> they, they live in St. Mary's County or Allegheny County. <laughs> They live in the I mountains, that, and they have no idea. I asked that same question when I read it. I was like, why am I voting for something going on in Howard County? And I was like, okay, I guess. I was just sitting there saying, how unqualified am I to answer this? I am no longer a resident of Howard County, and I definitely have nothing, know nothing about being an orphan. So <laughs> why was that left up to the whole state? Why? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm not, <laughs> at least I'm going, I'm not. Qualified to answer this. Can you imagine someone just be like, yep, I should be able to decide this. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> Fuck them kids. You're gonna serve on this court. Oh my goodness. Oh, it decides matters related to estates and wills. The orphan court? Apparently. It's they like, do it at the state level, though? Which is this is weird because it says it here on this Google thing, but mentioned that nowhere on, on the, ballot. the ballot. No. That's weird. That's super annoying. That's more that po uh, political savviness. The legalization of marijuana is now up to 65% with 23% reporting. Okay. So I think that's going to pass. All right. Come June Come June 13th. I think it's Juneteenth they uh, legalized marijuana if in Maryland. Only we could like somehow have gotten crab legs out of this uh, election cycle, we would have gotten the blackest election cycle in Maryland ever. <laughs> We got a black governor. We got weed. We got crab legs. We are, we are crab legs away. We are we are a bushel of crab legs away from having the blackest election in the state of Maryland's history. What else do we need to do to put it over the top? Um, we certify that Newports aren't carcinogens, <laughs> but every other cigarette is. <laughs> <laughs> That would be that would that would definitely be be targeted. That would be targeted so fucking bad. I feel like that's something that only would happen in Virginia Beach. <laughs> yes, oh, and not goodness. for any noble reason either. Oh man, what else is going on in the world, Joe? We're about to get out of here, man. Right. Uh, you're not much of a beer drinker, are you? No. I don't I'm, like the hops and the Marley. I'm not either, but maybe we should be because apparently beer is one of the oldest, most popular alcoholic drinks. But while some people believe and other hate distinct bitter taste of hops used to flavor beer, new research led by the University of Milano by Coca by Choca. Okay, we'll go with that. Has been revealed that particularly hoppy brews could have unexpected health benefits. The experts discovered that in laboratory dishes, 
chemicals extracted from hot flowers can inhibit the clumping of amyloid beta proteins, which are associated with Alzheimer's disease, a debilitating neurogenerative disease characterized by memory loss and personality changes in older adults. Okay. So if I drink beer, I won't get Alzheimer's? If you drink hoppy beer, them, them IPAs. So if I drink with Dave and Blue. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't, can I forget about <laughs> Dave and Blue? Can I forget about both of them? I just want to. I I, I want to forget about the taste of the IPA. So how do I achieve that? Because I don't. I don't like <laughs> the, the IPAs are so nasty. Have you had? Yeah. I, every time someone says, "Oh, I want to get IPA," I'm like, "There aren't any. You're a liar." Ain't like. Dave always trying to give them to me when I come over his house. Yeah. Like, I don't want that shit. And then, then he goes to beer gardens with 10,000 beers. It's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to the researchers, our results show that hop is a source of bioactive molecules with synergistic and multi-target activity against early events underlying AD development. We can therefore think of its use for the preparation of nutraceuticals useful for the prevention of this pathology. Oh, so they're going to make a pill out of it. Thank God. No, oh, cool. Yeah, I don't have to drink that shitty brew. So they're going to make a pill... To that's, stop me from getting Alzheimer's. That's it. Aaron, Aaron's dead. Uh, the 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 beer beer you don't really need in your life, but you you do for a little while. Uh, there's uh, Dave Chappelle's gonna be hosting SNL, whether you like it or not. Uh, we 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 got a we got a governor and uh, oh, and Twitter's a, a stupid place. Continues to be a stupid medium. Sounds um, like. A very full show, Joey. It does sound like a very full show. And uh, Comedy Shows Near Me has some awesome lineups coming up. Definitely. Definitely. <clears throat> go to www.comedyshowsnear.me uh, where you can find our Eventbrite page, which has links to all of our upcoming shows. We got this week a phenomenal lineup at Comedy Shows Near Me on Thursday with King Tink and Wu, at the comedian, as I mentioned. Next week, we have Paris Sachet coming in. Uh, and I'll be opening for, um, and then we have headliners only, which is, uh, the greatest lineup to ever be assembled in one show. The Avengers of lineups It is Avenger to assemble as a lineup. And then, uh, December 4th, we're doing clean cause comedy with cyber ninjas global, uh, to raise some money to help some kids get some, uh, some very cool, um, cyber programming classes into their lives sounds like a very full month joey and that's and that's not it we're not done so we're not done we got some more shit by the end of the year man you're not getting out of 2022 alive we're gonna laugh you to death you'll be dead from laughter but you'll die happy and then hopefully you won't get chased by rodents in the afterlife (laughs) while listening to a mixtape that you're you wrote for the woman you love that didn't love you sounds bad but sounds good to me joey we're going to get out of here. I'm DJ Marcus. Anywhere you find the Dot County Podcast, you will find DJ Marcus at DJMarcus.comedy on all social media platforms. Joey, where can you find you, man? Joey Low Comedy on 
Instagram. That's right. It's different now. J-O-E-Y-L-O comedy. Oh, man. Our special guest this week, Mr. Alan Sidley, uh, was, was, had had somewhere to run to. It's all good. <clears throat> he got feet to rub. He got a baby on the way. Up. Sidley stand up. He's getting and, ready for fatherhood. That's right. Go, go visit him. Go get his book, Daddy Issues. It's available on Amazon right now. Mm-hmm. It's free on Kindle Unlimited, and it's only $10 on paperback. Awesome, man. Go get go out and get that book, man. It's, it's a good book to read, and definitely get it for your dad, just to confuse him a little bit this holiday season. Yeah, you know your dad's going to look at you a little sideways. But I am DJ Marcus for Joey LaFaro, Candace August, the Dot Comedy team. We will see you next time with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Podcast. Maybe I should do what I have to do to break free and whatever happens to you, we'll 